the only way I can describe why I'm so confident or I'm able to really bypass a 17, you know, 17 year old, like female minority is because I just get value and results and people come to me because they want that. And it's as simple as that. And if you're able to execute that, you don't have to start forcing and like dealing with runaway clients. So I honestly believe like, yes, you can believe that like, OMG, like because we're young, we understand the platform, but so is a 16 year old man that in Tennessee, right? So I think the only differentiating factor is not necessarily my age. It's not necessarily my, you know, it's just like I'm hungry and I'm going to get value. And it's as simple as this reciprocating uh, exchange of value, essentially. So I think that's what really helped me feel more confident. So anyone who feels like an imposter, it's not because you're not good enough or you're not smart or not working hard enough. It's, it's just because you need to put essentially more experience or more value to the world and find and find someone that can find it valuable. And that's it. Like you don't actually need to find a degree or have a digital marketing uh, certification or even a following. I think it's just like, do you find someone out there in the world that finds you valuable? That's it. What's up, guys? Tiffany Parrott here, and welcome to another episode of Real Talk. This is episode number 10. So for those of you who just heard that clip, that was Jay Dharma Wangza. She's a 17-year-old entrepreneur who helps businesses and personal brands grow online. She's pretty much dominating YouTube right now at over 100,000 subscribers and has a loyal fan base across platforms, including Instagram, which she calls her Dharma Nation. Jade is honestly uh, one of the most authentic people on social right now. And you can tell that she's grown such a loyal fans base because she's just stayed authentic and true to herself and always presented value first. So it was an amazing experience to get to talk to Jade um, for this Instagram live series. If you guys don't know, I've been going Instagram live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time and 9 p.m. Eastern time. So definitely tune into those. Uh, the guests are definitely getting bigger and I'm really excited to kind of share this journey with you. So I'm just going to let the beat drop and kind of let you guys listen to the Instagram live that I did with Jade. The YouTube version will also be in the show notes below as well as all of Jade's social media handles. And trust me, guys, you definitely want to check out her content if you're interested in growing online. She's incredibly talented at what she does and she's proven time and time again that she can build online brands throughout different platforms. So uh, shout out to Jade for taking the time to come on the Instagram live. Very grateful and definitely send her a DM to let her know what you thought about this episode. It's really not about, well, who are you and how old are you? It's really how much time have you spent on a given platform? My, I think my one piece of advice, especially for young people, is just like every day, try and figure out how the world works. Compared to changing the future of somebody and doing it for the greater good. That is, in my opinion, the best idea I've ever come up with. All right, we're just going to wait for that to connect real quick. Should be good to go. Hi. Hi, Jade. Uh, what is up? Sorry for the del- delays. How are you tonight? Um, I'm from New Jersey, but I live out in the Bay, but I like, I like spend a lot of time in LA too. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's kind of rainy in LA, which is really weird. So I've been, uh, working at home. How about you? 
<laughs> yeah, I just, uh, you know, I had work earlier. I was super tired from work. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take a real quick nap, you know, no big deal. And I woke up and I was like, oh, my God. So I'm so sorry for my delay. I was literally telling everybody about this. You're good. Of no perfect timing. But um, so for anyone that doesn't know uh, kind of what this is. So basically, I go Instagram live every week where I do a live podcast. And I feature a guest on the Real Talk series as part of my podcast work in progress so work in progress is all about highlighting up-and-coming creators and to kind of showcase how they got started in their project to encourage other people to start their own projects too so thank you so much again jade i'm so happy to have you on tonight's live for sure let me know uh, when you guys are ready to get started all right cool so the agenda for tonight is going to be an uh, introduction of who you are, how you got your start in social media, the evolution of social media since you've been on it for the past eight years, uh, choosing the right influencers when starting a brand, as well as get Gary Vee's influence on you and our generation overall. So, Jade, who are you? And kind of like give everyone a quick rundown. Yeah, for sure. So I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I help people grow on social media. And I have a YouTube channel where I teach people primarily Instagram and YouTube growth. So if you're an influencer or even a brand who wants to get a following on social, uh, I've been teaching and coaching people how to do that. So um, it's almost been, you know, a year on this channel, but I've also been on YouTube as a platform in total for like seven years. So, you know, throughout my experience, I've learned some uh, tips and tricks and that's what I share online. Very cool. Very cool. And I know for you, um, I listened to your story. So I know you got started like as a kid, um, you know, before YouTube and being a YouTuber was really a thing. Um, You know, how has it been, I guess, since you were like nine years old to like fast forward now, um, you know, you've seen, you know, people start to take Instagram and YouTube way more serious, not even just people, but also brands and companies, too. Right. Oh, gosh. It changed a lot. So when I first started, I was nine years old. I'm currently 17 years old. So sorry. Over just 10 years ago, I, you know, saw YouTube change as a whole. So I first started out, not too many people know, but I started out with doll videos. Now, I'm not talking about like makeup tutorials. I'm talking about like cute little you know, uh, tutorials. I was talking about literally just making skits with little pet shops and just like uh, things that are super embarrassing that you can still find on the internet today if you really dig deep, which I don't recommend. But I do find that, you know, I learned from essentially becoming a filmmaker. Like I was, I was making films out of dolls. So that was when I was nine years old. I progressed into uh, just toys in general. So I was reviewing toys. It actually, you know, as I grew up, I, I, you know, I didn't want my channel to be nothing but a reflection of myself so I did change my content a lot like I have failed technically like five different YouTube channels before um one big doll one big beauty and now here we are with marketing but for sure it's changed a lot since I've grown up as a as a kid mm-hmm Yeah, definitely. I mean, even in the past like years, I feel like since I started college, right? Like, I remember my second year, I had like a social media internship and people were like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like you're doing social media full time. And I was like, yeah, like it's a thing. And now even we've obviously seen like 2018 has just exploded in terms of branding and everything like that. Um, So the next question is kind of choosing right influencers when starting a brand. This is something I just thought was interesting since I know you work with a lot of companies and that kind of business side of it. Um, so, you know, we've seen brands like Fashion Nova absolutely kill it in terms of, you know, daily sales, uh, all because of they're choosing the right influencers. How important do you think influencer marketing is when starting a brand in 2018? 
Yeah, sorry. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can I can hear you now. Did you get the question? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Can you hear me now? Hello? Yeah, I think we're back. I think we're back. Cool. So, yeah, uh, Tiffany, so sorry that the audit cut out. What was your question? My question was, um, you know, we've seen, like, brands explode, like Fashion Nova, just because they're, you know, choosing the right influencers now. How important do you think influencer marketing is when you're starting a brand in 2018? Right. So, influencer marketing... Um, I think it's going to be something where in the next few years, I just see it as a place where I don't think too many people right now get it. I don't think I don't think even like too many people uh, in one year will get it. But what I really see the current problem is too many influencers are taking too many small jobs. Like they're taking like the fit tee and the swipe up for my hoodie and the swipe up for my you know like to know it. I think that's the problem. You're diluting your brand by taking smaller shit, not like smaller companies. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like just taking a brand deal just because it looks cool. I think it needs to resonate with who you are. For example, any 50 companies take like three companies you believe in and uh, just do a longer deal with them. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just feel like right now too many people are addicted with the, the amount of cash in the system. And then when it runs out in the next two years with, the economy, I think it's going to be gone. So in order to prevent that, you know, disappearing of the bit demand, I think the only way to survive is by taking three to five, you know, minimal co companies and really representing them as almost like an ambassador, not just an influencer. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we're trying to pivot towards. Mm. Yeah, it's super interesting. And I heard someone say, um, like influencer marketing or marketing in general and that kind is like, it's really just about building trust. So if you're, you know, marketing one company one day and then you're just like switching it up the next day, it's kind of like hurting your authentic brand. So yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so in terms of Gary V, you know, I know you're a fan of him. Um, I'm a fan of him. A lot of my friends who are creators are fans and got started in 2018 because of Gary V. Um, how, what is his, been has his impact on you as a creator overall? Everything. Uh, I think Gary V is such a cool dude. First of all, like he really introduced authenticity. Mm -hmm. So props to him. I think uh, whenever I get like uh, mentioned with Gary or like in the same sentence, like Jade reminds me of Gary V. That's a huge compliment. But uh, moving forward, I think uh, my favorite thing that I've learned from Gary by far isn't necessarily the hustle or the grind. Like that's a cool part of his brand. But I, what I've really learned from Gary is long-term business. Like not making a course, not making a, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I was in a space with a lot of digital marketers, maybe like us, like everyone's putting out products that are easy that tomorrow you can get cash. But what about the next three years? So what Gary really has taught all of us is like the reason why VaynerMedia uh, in any company really sitting up here today is because they build their company not for today but for five years they they really didn't you know want to build a short-term cash cow mm -hmm. so i mean i'm here with gary in regards to like you know the idea of a give 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 but at the same time like it's not even the giving it's just like it's a smart move like if you really want to last in business like you don't want to create a course that's gonna last two months and then you're never going to have any more cash right so mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest learning lessons that maybe is more subtle than what gary says with his brand and hustle and grind. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, that's a good point because you you haven't really released any courses or at least the ones that I know of because I feel like um, that's a really big trend right now in like the e-commerce space, marketing space is like everyone has a course. And now that you mention it, like you don't have a course. And I guess your whole YouTube channel though is one big course because you're constantly putting out educational content, which is really cool to see. Um, so I guess, you know, Jade, you're only 17 years old, which is pretty crazy. Um, I know something that is kind of... I've had experience with just entering the working world now is kind of feeling like an imposter, the imposter syndrome. I don't know if you've heard of it. And so, um, yeah, like what's that been like for you in terms of, you know, running a full-time business and also kind of having the age be a factor when you're talking to big clients and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it's, it's one thing to be 17, but it's also one thing to be a female and it's also being one thing to also be a minority. So, yeah. like, I'm getting all these things at once. So, yeah. uh, to tell you that it's easy, it's not exactly the case. So, for example, my company helps, you know, e-commerce brands grow their social media. So, every CEO we run into is obviously older than me, right? Mm-hmm. So, one of the brands I work with is a kombucha company. And he's, like, you know, 20, 30, and some people are 30, 40, and then 40, 50. And then, mm-hmm. like, at this point, it's, like, why would you listen to a 17-year-old? So, there has been miles. Like, there has definitely been, you know what, actually... It's still today. Like I could say, even an example. Yesterday, when I had a meeting with someone, um, and I felt like an imposter, or I felt like, why would I be here saying something? So yeah. I definitely relate, Tiffany. But uh, my biggest thing in regards to like how I was able to quote unquote overcome that uh, is actually kind of interesting. I think most people will give you advice and be like, well, like you know social media the best, so like mm-hmm. you're able to talk about it because you're 17. I'm like at this point, like I heard that so many times that it actually doesn't help me. What really helped me was understanding this. Most people of the clients I work with, they typically come to me. Like, I'm not bombarding them with DMs and emails. They're coming to me to to seek help. So off the bat, when you set up a situation where people are coming to you because you give so much value, people come to you, Mm. that off the bat makes you feel a lot more confident because it's not a game of forcing your service. It's like, they're coming to me. So like, uh, the only way I can describe why I'm so confident or I'm able to really bypass the 17, you know, 17 year old like female minority is mm. because i just get value and results and people come to me because they want that and it's as simple as that And if you're able to execute that you don't have to start forcing and like dealing with runaway clients so i honestly believe like yes you can believe that like omg like because we're young we understand the platform but so is a 60 year old man that in tennessee right so i think mm. the only differentiating factor is not necessarily my age it's not necessarily my you know it's just like i'm hungry and i'm gonna mm. get value and it's as simple as this reciprocating uh, exchange of value essentially so I think that's what really helped me feel more confident so anyone who feels like an imposter it's not because you're not good enough or you're not smart or not working hard enough it's just because you need to put essentially more experience or more value to the world and find and find someone that can find it valuable and that's it like you don't actually need to find a degree or have a digital marketing uh, certification mm-hmm. or even a following I think it's just like do you find someone out there in the world that finds you valuable that's it mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a really great point. And I think like you've done such a good job of like honing, you know, your domination, like you're, you're killing it in terms of <laughs> what you're doing. No, Jade, I've been so excited to have you on this live because I've been a big fan for a while. So, um, you know, something I also wanted to ask you, <laughs> something I also wanted to ask you is like 2018 has been such an explosive year for you. You know, you're you got YouTuber creator on the rise. Your social medias have blown up. And like, did you expect everything? to go like 
this big? Like, did you expect over 20K? Like, how has it been just achieving these goals and absolutely crushing them? Um, I, uh, I don't, I did not expect it. I think um, if you told me a year from now, I would have like even 10,000 subscribers, I'd be shitting in my pants. I wouldn't even believe you if you said I had 3,000. I think I didn't expect shit. I think so many people, they're like, okay, next year I'm going to have a million subscribers. Yeah. And I, I believe that. Like, I believe that if that's your goal, do it. But for, for me personally, that wasn't my goal. I actually really, like, thinking back, I had a goal that was beyond a number. And I think that's why till this day, I don't really think about it. Like, if you tell me right now, Tiffany, then I'm like, oh, shit. Like, holy crap, I, I did a lot this year. But then I really don't think about it. And I think there's something about, like, not being so obsessed with the number that helps me keep going. Like, I actually don't really take the time to, like, really digest sometimes the success because I'm like, that's not what I really measure, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I measure three things right now. I measure retention. Yes, I have a popular channel, but how long am I going to be able to keep my audience? That's the only thing, retention. The second thing I measure is, you know, my happiness. Am I being creative? You know, and sometimes you can't even put a number to that. And the last thing is, you know, how are my, how are my friends? How are my family? How am I helping the people around me? Um, and are they happy? So, I mean, there's a huge alarm. I'm so sorry, Lafayette. <laughs> Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jade. I think it's cutting out right now. Hey. Okay, we're okay, back. Cool. We're really back. back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. So sorry. Um, so, so yeah, in terms of, you know, thinking about your goals, um, I write down my goals every day. I just started your 15 minute free, write. What are some things that have helped you, um, actually execute, um, on your goals rather than just having them up here? And I mean, just talking about them with your friends, like, how do you feel like you're, do you ever track your goals too? Like, do you actually go back and say, Oh, I said in October, I want to do this. Like, have I actually done it yet? So I said, uh, personally for my company, I have to, I have to set goals. I don't think, if you're someone who doesn't set goals, I don't think you're actually serious because goals are the only way to measure progress. And even if you don't hate your goals 100%, that's not the point. Um, basically, every quarter, to give you guys a system, every 90 days, I measure what I want to accomplish. So I don't think about like what I want to do today. I just think about three months because when you have a three-month cycle, you have enough time to prepare. So off the bat, measuring success too short, it's not going to help you. Mm. The second thing is every time I set an objective, I have to list my key results. Like, how do I want to get there? The For the longest time, my uh, key result uh, was, you know, like, subscribers and followers. But, again, I, I want you to realize that those numbers aren't my main objective. That's just what I want to get. That's the tools I want to get there. So I think there's such a big part in my goal planning where I sit down and usually evaluate every three months. But also spending the time to communicate that to my friends and family. I think the one thing I spend a lot of time on is, like, once I say I want something, I'm going to tell everybody about it because there's something so true about like the law of attraction or just like saying shit in the world and making it happen. Um, It's one thing to write it down, but if you can tell your best friend and your two cousins, I think it'll help you much forward because there's a whole, uh, you know, psychology test 
where if you speak it out in public, not not trying to say like it's gonna condemn you to do it, but you're actually gonna do it because people are watching you and you have that sense of uh, you know almost like a belief that you can do it. So I think it's it's helpful to announce your goals in moderation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, ninety days is a is a good amount to like keep projecting forward. It's like very quarterly. Can think about, um, you know, am I achieving what I really want to do within the ninety days? Because uh, I think if you wait till the end of the year, it gets to be a little too long. So I'm gonna hold up real quick. Um, make sure that we're connected because it's loading. All right, guys. So at this point in the Instagram live, I think Jade's connection might have failed. It might have honestly been mine too. So we kind of just got disconnected for the rest of the live. I just decided to cut it off for the podcast purposes because it's me basically wrapping up the live. But yeah, guys, if you enjoyed this live, definitely let me know. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's always super helpful. Let me know what you think of it. Let me know if you like this style of interviews. And I'm really excited to just kind of pick your brain on everything. Like I said, all my social medias and Jade's social medias will be in the show notes below. And I hope you enjoyed this real talk. I know it's a little shorter than usual, but let me know what you think about the format and everything like that because I'm always open to hearing your guys' feedback. Hope you guys have a kick-ass weekend and I'll see you on Monday for a work in progress interview.